Aye. Hey, team. Aye. Good show. Good show. Great show. Good luck tonight. Oh. <laughs> Come on now. Can we say? Bit of juicy goss. Yeah, oh, Can we say? Yeah, Do you mind saying? No, he's not going to listen to the podcast. Okay, Why that's not? Rude. It's a good podcast. That's, that's a no. Well edited. Our <laughs> producer, Neve. Going on a date tonight. A little date. First date. Are you nervous? I'm nervous now because I know the time is getting near. And actually, I was just thinking because I'm meeting him off the Lewis. I'm like, what if I don't recognise him? Or ah, something? you will. So you're getting the Lewis outside of here and then you're going on the Lewis up to where the restaurant is? Yeah. Or uh, are you meeting on O'Connell no, Street? We're, no, we're going to meet um, on Abbey Street. Okay. Hey, guys. There. Let's be safe. Let's not give too many locations. Well, By the time this is out, she'll be there. Let's just be safe. <laughs> uh, one time I went on a date and I was a bit early. And I like oh, to... here we go. I was on a date. This is about Neve. No, no, but... Hey, guys, Nathan's been on dates. <laughs> I'm great. opening it up. I went to the pub. I needed a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The nerves were at me. Yeah. So I go up and I messaged the lovely lady. I said, well, what would you like? I'm at the bar. She's a gin and tonic. I went, okay, yeah, gin and tonic. Oh, so the, you were earlier in the pub that you were meeting her in? Yeah. Okay. So you wanted to get one in? Yeah. A quick but one. I also said, do you want one? I'm at the bar, do you want one? What? You text and said, oh, so you, there's one waiting. I said, I'm here, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I, like I thought that. that was nice. Now, what I didn't realise was... I would hate that. At the time... Because <laughs> the tune could be flat. There was like a deal. So it was like, oh, yeah, um, oh, you want gin and tonic and a beer? Here's another beer. Here's another gin and tonic. Oh, Jesus Christ. So the table was full of drinks. I felt like P. Diddy in a music video. So you got the two pints and the gin and tonic in before she came? Yeah. I was obliterated. Nice, nice, I could nice. barely see. Um, but a, how long, but how long, how so. long was the time from you texting to that other girl arriving? What other girl? The, the, the girl, girl that was coming on the date. It seemed like there was two girls. No, the girl that was on the date. How long was the time? Oh, she was uh, five, six minutes. Okay, sorry. The way you set that story up, and maybe I misconstrued. Not maybe that you were an hour before no. because you wanted to get no, a drink no, into not you. Not an hour before. Okay, right. or half an hour enough for one drink. Um, Neve, Neve, you got a nagging. Are we going it? in for a hug? Uh, yeah, yeah. What if he goes handshake? Are I'll you going to go no handshake? He'll oh, be yeah. like, all right, I can get him back on the loose. See ya. No, a hug. Bye. A hug will kind of settle the nerves, I think. Oh, I yeah. know you're going to a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Can you use chopsticks? I actually can. Oh, oh I that's can't. A big flex. But that's I don't a flex. think, I, yeah, I don't know. Do you know when you're like, I'll be nervous. Imagine they slipped out of my hands. What if he goes for a kiss on the cheek? Oh, very continental. <sighs> no, as in not a mwah, mwah, as in a hey hug and kind of like a, I'll do it to the mic. blow a kiss. Kind of like cheek to cheek oh yeah that's nice yeah, that's I, very cool I think that's what I would that's do very, very main would it? yeah it's extremely you confident ha- yeah but you'd have I'd go to go for a hug a kind of a hug maybe you'd hug a cousin like hey how are you getting on but do you know one you, that you'd fancy no you don't you don't yeah <laughs> actually when oh, I first started invited. here and I went in for the hug with you yeah you were, you were like, really you were awkward like, oh. I remember oh, yeah. that yeah, that's true, actually. I remember. Okay, so remember. This is a professional environment, all right? It's 2023. You can't Your be... Your is so awkward. You I remember. Hugged, yeah. yeah, I went, hey, Neve, how are you? Went in for a hug. Then you went, and you went, hug, <laughs> whoa, gee, girl. I'm, I'm a professional. Look HR at HR outside. You've got to be very careful um, these days. Wolf at the door. Yeah. So, going for a bit of food. You know, yeah. I will say for a date, food wouldn't be my number one choice because it's very um, intimate eating. I find, and I'm not a great eater. Yeah. You know, like I have a lot of slop around my mouth. And if you're nervous, maybe you don't want to eat that much. What if I have something in my tooth? Yeah, I'd, I'd tell Would you. Would you like if, hey, you, you have... Yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate it. You'd also feel silly. You'd feel silly. Um, that's a date. I'd that's like nice. an LG&T before I went down, but... Yeah, well, we're just drinking okay. that nagging you have there. Um, you're hoping for a conversation to flow. Like you I ask mean, a question, they ask you a do question. Do you agree with questions pre-made oh, yeah. in your head? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like I feel like we'll have lots to talk about. I have no fear in that, but I just hope that he's. You know, when someone is a bit quiet, I t- tend to talk a lot. Then. Oh, and mm. do you like that? No, I want them to be talking. Do you want to speak about pop culture? <laughs> I wouldn't mind, yeah. We've already talked music, so I think that would be interesting. What sort of music? Obviously, GDPR, but you can say an interest. Yeah. What sort of uh, music? Or and B rap, kind of. Oh, yeah. Would he be interested in the Selena Gomez gossip? Probably not. Probably oh, not. No. I always found. Does he watch Love Island? I never asked. But I it always like found it. it was very good to use because. 
you obviously have opinion on contestants in Love Island. Yeah. yeah. And I always found if you asked, oh, who would be your favourite? And they said someone and you thought, I hate that yeah. person. Mm. It's a great indicator mm. of morals. Yes. Yeah, that's um, a great show. I, I always found that. Yeah. Right. Enough that's, about me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan was on another date talking about Love Island. My cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we wish you the best luck. Thank you very much. We, Have a great time. Yeah. yeah, I'll report back tomorrow now. Yeah, can we get it on the intro? <laughs> but we, we we wouldn't do it to you on the radio yet. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, intro, the intro. Justin, listen to the show? No. Isn't a radio listener full <laughs> stop. I, I hate when people Not go, concerned. I don't listen to the radio. I just listen to radio. No, I don't have a car. Uh, that's yeah. the most expensive radio I've ever heard of. Yeah. Buy one. Yeah, but you Smart listen speaker. more. You do listen more to radio Smart when you're in the car. speaker. Smart speaker. Alexa's great. She is. She's a great woman. Thank you for listening to this. Thank we appreciate you. it. And here we go. Here's today's show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It has just gone three and it is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan time. Do you mind if I kick off the show asking for help? I'm yeah. a desperate man, Graham. Go on, go for it. I am being bullied in my neighborhood by one of these. Now, that is the same cat. It's not three cats beside one another Just meowing. One. Just one cat. I need your help because it's really annoying me. All right, we'll play some music first, Nathan. We'll play some songs on the radio and then you can talk after that. That all right? Okay, just don't dedicate this song to that cat. <laughs> it's Amy Winehouse. You know I'm no good for the cat. Need you the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Amy Winehouse. You know I'm no good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right, Nathan has been bullied and it's such a shame because you were having such a nice time in your new house in Yeah, Bray. look, I want to say that I'm still loving the house in Bray. I've actually been there for one year now. One year, a, a, what do they call A Larry. A Larry. We found out. People in Bray are called Larrys. Yeah, I have to say big thanks to everyone from Bray. They have made me feel very welcome Who's there. made you feel most welcome in Bray? Um, I would say everyone on Bray Main Street. I think that Domino's right beside you has made you feel very welcome. Oh, yeah. Always very warm pizza. But let's be honest, I pay for the pizza, okay? This is no, not a sponsored no. ad. What I was alluding to was... That you, how long does it take from you pressing order to it delivered to your door? 16 minutes. That's insane. It burns the top of my mouth, <laughs> it's so hot. All right, go on. But the thing is, when I bought the house, what I didn't realize was I'm actually a huge fan of gardening. I have a small garden, you've seen it, Graham. It's a lovely garden, yeah. And it's safe to say I've kind of transformed into Jeremy Clarkson, a gaunt Jeremy Clarkson who is kind to Meghan Markle. Okay. He's all about the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. I have green fingers. Now, we are just edging into springtime now. Yeah, so big time for the gardeners. Yeah, look, flowers have not blossomed yet, but I am waiting. I am frothing at the mouth. I cannot wait to get stuck into the garden. Mm. But let me tell you about the problem I am having. And it's gone on for quite some time. I wake up. I go down the stairs. I open the blinds. And do you know in my kitchen where the sink is? Yes, it looks right out to the garden. Well, as I open the blind, I see a flower bed mm. that I worked on over the summertime. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Now, it's pretty dead now because, you know... Winter. What goes up must come down. <laughs> and I keep noticing feces in the plant bed. Now the thing is about my neighbourhood... Is this Becca sleepwalking? It's not Becca sleepwalking. She stopped doing that. Sorry Becca. She won't be happy with Sorry it. Sorry That was a cheap shot. It was an open goal. There is a cat in the neighbourhood that keeps defecating in that exact flower bed. Yeah. There's something about cat poo that really freaks me out. It's disgusting. Why I, is it? I don't like any poo generally. Uh, but cat poo is worse than dog poo. Now, four times in a row, I am seeing feces yeah. from that cat. Four mornings in a row. In that flower bed. Okay. Okay. The feces dry up <laughs> and then a fresh batch the following week. Is this not good for the soil, though? No, it's not. I was not. watching a recent Clarkson's farm and it's good for the it's soil. It's not. Cat poo is not good oh. for flower beds. Okay. So do you know what I did yesterday morning? And I'm not proud about it. I looked at the flower bed and I said, enough is enough. I got a big shovel from the Shotgun. shed. Shotgun? No, big shovel. Right. I picked up the capu. I flung it against the wall next to me. And then I realized, Nathan, you have to do something. 
You really have to do something. So it was Pancake Tuesday last week. <laughs> And Becca had bought lemon juice Boy. for the crepes. Now, we never actually used it. Instead, I put a bit of crunchy on top. It was delicious. So another story. I used the lemon juice and I started squirting the flower bed like a madman. Is this known for... No. For cats? I was what if thinking, cats love lemon? No, I know about cats that they have a very strong sense of smell. Yeah. I actually think that's a dog. But they, <laughs> they don't like weird odors so i started spraying the flower bed with this lemon juice and look touch wood 24 hours there has been no feces but i know this is only a short-term thing yeah so if you'll allow me i'd like to throw it out there any advice on how i can get a cat from stop defecating in my flower bed 87 Is there something I can buy? I don't mind buying it, but look, I don't want to spend an arm and a leg. Has to work as well. Has we, to work. We need, we need proof. 087, as Nathan said, 6797 104. You can get us on WhatsApp. Send us a WhatsApp voice note. This is A Craze featuring Cherish. Do it to it. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. A craze, do it to it on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I'm being bullied in my neighborhood. My God, I love Bray. But look, I'm facing a problem here. I have a nice back garden. And when I wake up in the morning, I look out and this beautiful flower bed that I've worked on last summer is covered in cat poo. This has been going on for a very long time. So I'm asking the question, any tips on stopping this cat from defecating in my garden? Michelle joins us on the line. Michelle, have you got any tips for our Nathan here to help him out with the cat poo? (laughs) I do. He has to put a plastic bottle of water in the flower bed. That's it? That's it. Okay, how big does the plastic bottle of water ha- have Doesn't to be? Doesn't matter what size. Now, I'm Doesn't a fan size. of drinking San Pellegrino. <laughs> Do you know the green bottle? No, the cat has to see it. Oh, interesting. Why is that? Because I don't think they like water. And have you tried this before, Michelle, in the yes. past? And yes, it's worked and it for works. You? So they will avoid the, the 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 flower bed if there is a bottle of water in there. How long does the bottle have to be there for, Michelle? Because it's a bit of an eyesore. What, the, the bottle of water? Yeah. I don't know, you can kind of hide it. Well, the thing is, I don't know if I was very descriptive about this flower bed. It's an awfully shallow flower bed. And I used to always think cats actually covered up their feces, but mm. maybe this cat can't. Because there's so little soil. Okay. So, well, Michelle. I have no other option for you. Well, do you know what, Michelle? Uh, we'll give the bottle of water a go because that's a nice, easy one to do. But we appreciate you coming on. We also got Dave here on WhatsApp voice note uh, sending in his tips. Where's Dave? Pretty sure that uh, you have a water bottle, clear water bottle full of water in the bed. The cat won't go near because it gets a fright when it sees its own reflection in the water. In Spain, they see water bottles hanging from people's gardens and stuff. It's top stray cats coming in. So there you go. That's a second water bottle. Water bottle. No one has mentioned my lemon juice that I adapted and used this morning because we had left over for Pancake Tuesday last week. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Anything else to help Nathan? Nathan, maybe I, w- I would like to see you documented on your Instagram. Yeah, be w- up for that. Will you put up? So was there feces this morning? No, I cleared it. I threw it against the wall. Okay, In perfect. a fit of rage. So tonight, maybe before you go to bed, will you put out a bottle of water? Okay. Put it there. And if there's nothing in the morning, perfect. Sounds good to At me. Nathan underscore O'Reilly underscore. Okay. Do it and we'll find out tomorrow if this bottle of water is going to help because a lot of people saying that on WhatsApp. Taylor Swift now with Antihero. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hero. Taylor Swift, anti-hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I want to thank everyone for getting in touch. I'm asking any advice on stopping a cat from defecating in my back garden. It keeps happening. You're going to give it a go tonight because a good few people are saying a plastic bottle of water because cats hate the reflection. 
Ashley says cats hate tinfoil as well. That's probably the same premise where they see the reflection in the tinfoil. Carol says, I was in the same situation a few years ago. Oh, brilliant. My next door neighbour called me one day and said, your cat is always pooping in my garden. I said, when my cat comes in this evening, I'll sit him down and have a firm word with him. <laughs> oh, I don't want to contact the neighbour. Also, Andy says this. Nathan, I feel your pain. I'm willing to take that contract and take Puss in Boots out for a ride. <laughs> Thank you for that one, Andy. Oh, that tomorrow, terrifying. Tomorrow, though, and tonight on your Instagram, Nathan underscore O'Reilly underscore, yeah. I want you, that damn second underscore. Just uh, appreciate it. Does it roll off the tongue? I know. Put the bottle of water out and we'll see in the morning time. What if it's human feces <laughs> and they've drank the water? Well, we'll find out <laughs> tomorrow morning, won't we? You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Olivia Rodrigo on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. What's the song we're looking for? We are in the middle of cello at the moment. Extremely difficult. Right, I play you the a popular song in the style of a cello. Can you guess it? Coming for me. It's a very dramatic one today, isn't it? All right, let's go to the phones. Hello, Janine. Uh, hey, how are you doing? All right, Janine, are you a fan of cello? Um, I wouldn't say a fan. It's probably my first time hearing about oh, it. Okay, <laughs> okay. But um, look, I could be. I could be a future right. fan now, yeah. like if I get this right. <laughs> we got to keep you in the door. We got to. Ke- so, yeah. pr- first time listening to the show at half three. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, leaving work a little bit early. Okay, so. all right. Okay. What we need you to do is leave that job <laughs> so you can listen to us a bit more, Janine. That's the, that's the plan. Okay, perfect. Right, Janine. <laughs> what song do you think today's cello is? Um, is it Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi? Oh, well done, Janine. Wow. Thanks very much. <laughs> Janine, how on earth did you get that? I'm a Bon Jovi fan, so it just came to me when I heard it. So. Sounded actually... <laughs> it's a bit of an easy one now, not to kind of okay. put anyone down that didn't get it. Janine, you're rubbing salt in the wounds there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that now. No, it was, uh, it was a bit obvious to myself. Janine, <laughs> imagine you were walking down Grafton Street and you saw Bon Jovi. What would you do? I'm not great with faces. They probably wouldn't even recognise them, lads. They'd probably walk straight past them. <laughs> but, you know, so obviously, if I did, I'd get a photograph or something, have a little uh, sing-along or something. <laughs> there we go. They're, they're known for their sing-alongs on the street, Janine. They'd love it. Yeah. Thank you Thank you very much for tuning in to yeah, us that good, little Janine. bit earlier. Yeah. We appreciate no, it. Thank well. you so much, Janine. And congratulations. <laughs> you are the current reigning champion of Chilo. See ya. Thank you. Take care. Back tomorrow at half three. It's Oliver Tree and Robin Schultz. Miss you. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Cyrus and Flowers on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Okay, it is time for Nathan's News. Who's hungry for news? You hungry for news? I'm absolutely marvin for news. Lewis Capaldi, friend of the show, he's currently on tour and he was in Amsterdam on Saturday night. And you know what, Lewis Capaldi, he's a showman. He likes doing those sad songs but then talking to the crowd. Now, one stage... He was speaking to his beautiful audience and there was a 15-year-old student in the crowd called Virla Neighbor. And before the gig, Virla's friends said, Virla, if you want to catch Lewis Capaldi's attention, why don't you use your iconic goat noise? Oh, brilliant. Okay, so Virla has perfected a goat noise and my God, did it catch Lewis Capaldi's <laughs> attention. I have a 40... 40- Wait, and I like, see, wait, what's your name?
Lula. No, Vila. Vila. Yeah. All right, Vila. What's what's in the? Brody, hold this this microphone to her face. Can you do it right there? How's it Everybody else is Vila, right? <laughs> well, Vila, you're a weird person, I have to. You're a strange mother. That's just shit goes to show. If you want to get noticed, uh, gig, make sure you learn your animal noises. Right. Oh, that how good would brilliant. you feel? That is class. I like the way because they went in with a plan to get noticed and then they got noticed. Yeah. Um,. Look, I'm going to throw out a question here. I don't know if it's going to fly or not, but have you ever been noticed at a gig? Oh, I got a different one. Okay, go on. If you were at a gig and you could do the noise of a certain animal... Amazing. ...on WhatsApp voice note, yeah. what would it be and can you send it in to us? 087. Are we, are we discounting your one? Yep. <laughs> yeah, let's not muddy the waters here. 087-6797-104. Okay. If you could recreate an animal noise to be noticed at a Lewis Capaldi gig, what would the noise be? I can't do an animal, but I can do my infamous Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. Okay, so I'll pretend to be Lewis Capaldi. Okay. Is everyone at the audience having a good time? <laughs> I'm sorry, can we get that man out of here? He's freaking me out. <laughs> 087-6797-104. How would you catch Lewis Capaldi's attention? <laughs> Selena Gomez now lose you to love me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You promised the world and I fell for it. I put you first and you adored it. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Liking this. Yeah, we're having a bit of fun here. A few minutes ago, we were asking you what noise would you make to get Lewis Capaldi's attention because a Dutch fan had a brilliant impression of a goat. Josh sent us in the impression of the lion from Wizard of Oz. Jess has sent us in this. Hey guys, Jess here. I would be best at reenacting the Donald Duck voice. Oh, take a bow, Jess. That's unbelievable. She also sounds like the monkey in Aladdin. I don't know who that is. No? (laughs) Well, I suppose it's the monkey in Aladdin. Did you have a childhood? I didn't actually. I've never watched Aladdin. Oh, my God. How about we go to Brooks Hotel and we do a screen? No, no, <laughs> fine, thanks. 87 104 If you want to add to our collection of people who can do impressions of animals or anything really in general, Avicii now. Hey, brother, you're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Hey. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hey, brother from Avicii on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We were speaking about old wives' tales yesterday on the show. We'd love to hear more. 87 It's because last week, I don't know if you listened to the show, I sounded dreadful. I had a sinus infection and I came across a YouTube short where a doctor called Dr. Mandel told me to cut an onion in half and to shove my bent nose into the onion and have a good old whiff. It worked as well Yeah it worked We also heard yesterday About garlic cloves up there But I would be afraid That they get stuck up there Yeah I wouldn't be comfortable Doing that I have an apology to do To producer Eve Because I did mock Your old wife's tale yesterday And I felt bad I brought it home Okay Just I'm sorry Oh thank you Appreciate that What was it again? That um, pregnant women That suffer with really bad heartburn Apparently are going to have babies With a big head of hair Yes I said that wasn't An old wife's tale But I was told I was wrong well, I apologise. Look, Thank I'll you. be honest with you. I don't really know what an old wives' tale is. It's kind of like a bit of a superstition, a non-scientific thing. And yeah. myths. Yeah. They tend to run in families, don't they? Like my great-grandfather said, if you want to become a hairy baby, uh, get heartburn. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. 0876797104, if you want to add any to the conversation. Neve joins us now. Neve, go on, old wives' tales. What do you have? The bread poses. If you get white bread, um, make it wet. And um, sometimes you can put sugar in it. I don't know what that does, but you put it on like a cutter, a boiler, a fist, and it draws the infection out. It really works so well. Graham, you should be using this on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I am susceptible to boils and cysts. I I've never heard though. 
So what you say? Yeah. Put put salt on it. Sugar. You can put sugar, sugar oh, in it. Sorry, sugar. I don't know what that would do. Extra. I've only okay. ever used bread and water. I've I've used uh, Epsom salts on on my boils and cysts to draw okay, it no out. No one likes a show a show <laughs> off. <laughs> Try some bread. Next time you're making a sandwich, just I will. slap a bit on your face. Next time, which probably won't be too far away, I get a dirty, rotten boil on my face. I'm going to get some white bread and some sugar, and we'll see if it and draws it out. Wet it, okay. And Neve, do we know, can it. we use different types of bread? Like, I'm uh, a fan of focaccia bread, <laughs> a bit of olives, um, maybe even a, a sesame seed bagel. Do you think they all sort of work if they're a bit wet? <laughs> Probably do, but you know, I'd probably for, for you coming from the, the posh part of town, you know, your boils would only probably work with posh bread. <laughs> and it has to be wetted with water San from Pellegrino. San Pellegrino glass oh, bottles yeah, as San well. Pellegrino. <laughs> I tell you guys, I end up in hives if I don't use proper fresh filtered water. I once um I once fed I washed the dishes in San, San Pellegrino. I would be surprised. <laughs> Neve, thank you very, thank you very much for your old wife's tale. We'll let you go. Good luck. If you've got any more old wives' tales, I don't even can't even remember what that is. <laughs> Wet bread. <laughs> it kind of went on a different journey after a while. That conversation. WhatsApp was sent as a WhatsApp voice note. Lewis Capelli and I were pointless on 104 Drive. I bring a coffee in the morning. She brings me in a piece. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Becky Hill, my heart goes on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We're speaking about old wives' tales. If you have any, we'd love to hear from you. 087 6797 104. Gaia joins us on the line now, and I think you've got a couple. Go ahead. So, uh, do you remember watching a movie about uh, my big fat Greek wedding? Mm-hmm. My dad was just like that bad. Like in the movie, they put Windex on everything. My dad makes you soak your feet in hot water with sea salt, and it doesn't matter whether you cut yourself or you have a headache or you got a bad test mark. Uh, the solution to everything is soaking your feet in salt water. And what? And, what? Yeah, of course. What? What? Why? I, I uh, yeah. I don't, I don't actually. Know. I don't understand. I was going to say I understand, don't but ask I, I, silly questions, Graham. I, I really don't. If you if you're having a bad day as well, he would say, put your feet in there and sort it out. Yeah, I think it might be like medieval mindfulness, really, because okay. you sit there and you can't do anything. You got to just reflect and maybe. And does your <laughs> I don't dad? Remember what I used to do. <laughs> does your dad rub your feet as they're no. in the tub of water? <laughs> no, he just left us there. <laughs> um, okay, so what's the second one? The second one, well, I'm not sure if this counts as a, an old wives' tale, but um, I have three daughters, and my middle one did not speak a word for four years. She just would not speak. And we got her tested and everything. Everything The doctor said everything was fine. There was no reason. She just didn't want to speak. And my dad said, get the, get the girl baptized, and she'll speak. And so we what? did get her baptized, and no joke, within two weeks she was speaking. Like, what? Storm. Now, was she baptized in the same water that he would soak your feet in? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that, <was a laughs> that, would, that would be freaky. Do you find when your feet are in the water that you chat a lot more? No, well, when we were little, we he, they would just leave us there. Wow. So part of it might have been uh, medieval mindfulness. Yeah. The other part might have been a great the, way to get rid God, of the kids. So the baptism one is, a yeah. bit, is mental. How did your dad know about the baptism? I, my family's like my dad's side of the family is super Catholic, like super Catholic. Okay. What an interesting so, man! Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of those around the house. My <laughs> grandmother, she used to tie uh, uh, handkerchiefs around the kitchen table and make us say a prayer, a curse to the devil if we couldn't find things. And basically, the curse went something along the lines of, "May the devil's bum burn until my, my thing returns." I thought, um, it, did we not have to pray anyway, to St. Anthony for, for that? You were, <laughs> you were praying to the devil. We were, we were cursing the devil. Cursing so we were, the devil, sorry. Cursing the devil. May his bum burn until my thing returns. And it would always return within 24 hours. It would show up somewhere. God, I'm remembering that for future. You're going to curse the devil. <laughs> like, well, I he'll often, curse my bum instead. I often forget where I parked the car. So if I don't know well, where it is, I'm going to run around Dundrum Shopping Centre. I curse you, Mr. Devil, and your sexy bum. 
<laughs> Gaia, thank you, you so go. much for uh, chatting to us. That has been fascinating. We loved all thank those. Thank you, Gaia. Cheers. Thank you, thank you. Bye-bye. 0876797104. We are loving these old wives' tales. WhatsApp us if you've got any more. Rita Ora now, Let You Love Me. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan James Hype, more than friends on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie Are they friends? Are they not? That's the big question There's so much going on, alright About a week ago it kind of was starting to sizzle And now it's in every single news article online Celebrity gossip Selena Gomez, Hayley Bieber married to Justin Bieber Formerly Hayley Baldwin Now Kylie Jenner is involved I'm very confused uh, Accusations of bullying Selena Gomez Kylie Jenner losing a million followers What on earth is going on? Myself and yourself don't know But one person of course who does Is Crossy from the Strawberries Crossy joins us right now Crossy can you please tell us What on earth is going on with this scandal? Right go back Years ago, Selena Justin loving each other, everything was great. They broke up, and there was always a rumor that there was an overlap between Haley and Selena and Justin Bieber. Okay. So last October, there was a podcast called Call Me Daddy. Yes, I actually saw bits of it. Very racy, may I add. Very much so. So she was on that, Haley was on that, and they asked that question Was there a, you know, an overlap? She said, No, she said, me and Selena know each other. We get on with each other. We're fine. Everything's okay. The world was still like, well, there's something going on. Two weeks later, they're at an awards ceremony and Hayley and Selena, you probably remember it, hugged each other yeah. and the world collided. They were like, oh, they're all cool. Everything's fine. Now come up to the last couple of weeks. Uh, Selena, look, she's had really awful times on social media. They've been calling their names. Like she's one of the most stunning looking girls, mm. but she has such confidence issues and it's because of the stands and the fans of other people going after her. Right, it kind of gets complicated now. Okay, Selena was on TikTok and she was doing something with her eyebrows and they looked they looked a bit different and she was like I did these they were accident this was accidental about a day later Kylie Jenner posts up a photograph of her face on her Insta story and wrote these were accidental question mark question mark question mark question mark can I ask why is Kylie Jenner getting involved she's well, friends with Bieber it. she's friends with Bieber okay okay so I was like this is a bit weird a couple of hours later Kylie and Haley are doing a FaceTime, mm. screenshot the FaceTime, but the photograph in the FaceTime is of both of their eyebrows. Right. Okay. Someone put two and two together, like a fan, and then says there's beef between all these people. Kylie Jenner replied back to that video and goes, this is a reach, guys. She used the word reach. New word. This is a reach, guys. This is not happening. I like Selena. Please stop making drama. Selena then replies, I like Kylie. We're friends. This is not happening. The man and woman on the street will know that that is pure. There's something going on. But yes. The fact that they would do something like that. Selena then goes off all her socials, I would say, maybe a day after that as well. So she was just on TikTok. She was on Instagram. Her team were all on that. And now Selena is the high, I think the most followed woman on Instagram. Oh. And Kylie was that. <gasps> So the, all this is interlinking into each other. And like I, I, we were talking about the strawberry alarm clock and someone was like, who cares? I was like, because they're normal people. If you go to a school or a workplace, you're going to see guys or girls, you know, going against somebody. Mm. Like, these are mega wealthy people and they're having the same issues as we're having. Yeah. Does that make has sense? Has Justin Bieber come out and spoken? Nothing. Absolutely zilch. And he never has said anything. He never has said anything. So it's now the next thing is, is Selena going to say something? It's a bit complicated, yeah. but that's the bare minimum of what's going on. I feel sorry for Selena Graham. Yeah, so do I. And it's a good point to make. It's like, you know, that the, the bitching happens in every office and yeah. every school around Dublin. And it's happening in with these billionaires in LA who have more money than sense. They don't really need to be doing this. It's not benefiting <laughs> them really, and they're still at it. Well, actually, that's perfectly summed up, Cross. That's yeah. basically that is perfectly summed up. Thank you very much for joining us on the no show. Problem. It's Tiesto, Tate McRae, ten thirty-five on one hundred four Drive. All I know is ten thirty-five. You're listening to the one hundred four Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jeremy Kennedy and Kiss Me on one hundred four Drive with Graham and Nathan and. This afternoon, we did get a message in wanting to wish a lady called Elaine a happy birthday. Listens to the show every day till half five in the office, but has a special little likening to our Nathan on the show. I think oh. she's confused. She definitely thinks that I'm you. 
let's give her a call. Anyway, we have her number from our work colleagues in Blanchestown, Glamour Foods. And maybe Nathan can sing her happy birthday. What a birthday that would be. All right, let's see if she answers. See if she knows what's going on. Hello? Elaine? Yes? Happy birthday. Elaine, my God, my darling, what age are you? You should never ask a woman her age, Nathan. Yeah, but it's good to know. You shouldn't do that. Elaine. Elaine. Elaine is sweating. We've had a message from your friends, Catherine, Claire and Rebecca, your work colleagues actually, from Glamour Foods in Blanchestown, saying, one, that it is your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Elaine. Thank you. And two, which we're really, we had to ring to confirm, just to make sure. Is that true? Oh, yes, of course it is, yeah. We all do. What? Nathan. What is going on in that place? It's it's a good job he lives in Bray, not near Blanchestown, because Becca, (laughs) fight your hand. All right, well, guys, we should we like uh-huh. sing happy birthday? Yeah, yeah. Producer oh, yeah. Eve oh, as well. He'd yeah. really love it if Nathan sang happy birthday. Oh, my God. Know? I'm like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> are you scared? Next, you're going to want me to we jump out of a cake. Nathan. What? We love you, Nathan. My God, this, this is my fan club. This is insane. There's not many. There's not many, but my. Oh, wow. They're so loyal, Graham. Wow, this is. Um, Blanchardstown. This is... This is I, well, I feel a little bit awkward. What about here. Graham, guys? Don't mind me. Oh, we love him too. Oh, we love him too. Ah, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. worry about me. Don't worry about Good me. Good looking guy. Right, Nathan, I suppose... I'll, I'll maybe... Help me out. I'll help you out. I'll be in the background. Yeah. I'll be over here. You you kind of do it. I'll be your back and Three. Like, will I be like Marilyn Monroe or would that be really creepy? Do you know the sort of well, whisper? What, Elaine, what would you like? Normal or uh, Marilyn Monroe? I, I, I'm... I'm Either or, I don't mind. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, dear Elaine. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Oh! My fine club. I love you all. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> Elaine, was this the best birthday ever? Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. And all because <laughs> <It's up there. laughs> of Nathan O'Reilly. Wow. Unbelievable. He's making Thanks, dreams baby. come true. From Blanchestown to Bray, thank you so much um, for listening to the show and have a good one. Good luck. Have a great birthday, Elaine. Bye-bye. Thanks, See you, guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that today. Blanchardstown. <laughs> That's what we should be broadcasting from from now on. It's the Kid Leroy Stay on 104 Drive. I do the same thing I told you that I never would. I told you I changed. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. After half five, we're going to do something that we've never done on the show before. Go on. We're going to pitch two people who work in FM 104 against each other in a story off. We have Kevin from News and Henry from the street team. Yeah. He's kind of the, the leader of the street team. He's a great guy, Henry. They both have two stories that we've been meaning to get on the show, but we just don't have the time sometimes. No. So we said, why don't they pitch their, their their stories, not their ideas, and you choose which story you want to hear. Yeah, so they give a little teaser yeah. around 10 seconds long. You decide. Do you want to hear Kevin's story or Henry's story? One of them features a wasp. That's all I'm oh, saying. Is not it telling Kevin or Henry? Oh. Right, that's after half five. Next, though, we'll tell you how you can win over 200... Nope, how you can win exactly 200 euro on Friday in Ping Pong Ding Dong. Little Mix now. This is a shout-out to my... You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta, I'm good. on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I am very much looking forward to this game of Ping Pong Ding Dong. Ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. I have to say, it's absolutely great to see. I threw it out there. Strange request, but I said, you know what? I want to play against someone that has never played before. They listen. They listen every day. They're in the car. They play along, but they've never played against me out on center court. And look, not to blow my own violin, but Mm. my God, we're getting messages in. I want to make my debut. So if you messaged us, you will 
get to make your debut in the future? I'm a virgin ping ponger. Someone just said. Someone just said they're a virgin. <laughs> that is brilliant. I okay, love it. yeah, open well, forum. Carl, welcome to Ping Pong Ding Dong. How are you, brother? Not too bad. How's it going? All right, Good. Carl. Are you a virgin ping ponger? I am. I am indeed. Good to see. Well, you're popping your ping pong ding dong cherry this evening on the show. Uh, and we're, we're delighted to be here for it, Carl. Right. This was what's going to happen. I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Carl, if you beat Nathan, you'll go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday with Eamon. So far, he's through. And battle it out for €200. Euro. I have to say, I'm actually a little bit nervous this evening going up against Carl because he's very raw. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be um, nervous myself. I wasn't expecting a callback. Hey, brother, don't be nervous. Do you hear the crowd? Wait, dim the music. Do you hear the crowd? Yeah. Come on, Graham. Yeah, Wait, hang on a sec, Carl. The, crowd. the crowd's coming. That's for you, brother. That isn't for me. I'm deeply hated out on centre court. Oh, hello, crowd. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> right, Carl and Nathan. Carl, you're going to serve. What we got to do is I got there's a few caveats in this. All right, it's a good one. Your topic this evening is Dublin takeaways. I will accept franchises. And also, with an independent takeaway, I want the location. So, blah, 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 takeaway in Blanchardstown or in that area, just so we can quickly Google it. All right. So, Carl, you serve. And I will take franchises. Romeo's. Bombay Pantry. Eddie Rocket. McDonald's. Burger King. Mao. Marcella's takeaway, Raquel. Oh, I like it. Um, Aprils. Where? Oh, man, like it's a chain. Uh, Portobello. What was that? Aprils. Aprils. Camille toy. Data restaurant in either Bray or... Um, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm not... Restaurant. What? Well, no, it's a takeaway. It's a takeaway. Open up oh, your... Bar. Just eat. <laughs> one in Bray and one in glass. Oh, I'm... Uh, Dine in and take out. Thank you very okay. much. I've, I've gotten a takeaway. Sorry, Carol, that was producing Eve. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> China Garden, Sagard. Young's Chinese in Dunleary. The Roma. Oh, was that a Roma? Yeah, Roma, yeah. Sounds like a potpourri shop. Um. Five. Subway. O'Brien's. Oh, are we saying the wine shop <laughs> or the sandwich oh, shop? Sandwich, we go sandwich. Can you get a takeaway from O'Brien's sandwich? Like, yeah. if we're taking you can, so, you, uh, you have, you can. Ah, if, guys, if we're taking subway, subway we're taking O'Brien's. Subway is open all night. I, O'Brien's closes at five. If I'm taking subway, I'm taking O'Brien's. It's a joke. I knew this would get controversial. Pickle on Camden Street. It's an Indian. This is, no just a, this is just restaurants. You now. can get a takeaway. My brother no. Evan got a takeaway a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, this is going oh. into the realm of Mad Egg and all these places. Yeah. Oh, they can well, get takeaways. Just, my next answer. just Deliveroo. Right. I will take pickle, but I'm doing no more traditional dine in restaurants. I want takeaways. Apache Pizza. Well done. Oh, Domino's. My God. Four star. Um, Mitzoni's. It's a long game. <laughs> oh. Five, four, three, 
two. Lemongrass. Whoa, Christ, right what the there. hell is lemongrass? Where is it? Boy restaurant. Uh, and takeaway in the US. It's lovely. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, Leo Burdocks. Oh, well done. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Carl, you're right. Yeah! I think that was the I have to longest say, game we've had in a long I'm time. I'm jumping over the net and I'm giving a big old sloppy kiss to Carl because, my God, game, your lads. debut, that was incredible, Carl. How did you find yeah. your debut? That was all right. Do you know, yeah. reminded me of Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Up against Bolton. 2000 and Okay Carl Thank you very much <laughs> What a game We appreciate you coming on And we hope we'd hear from you again In the future Cheers buddy Cheers guys Thank you See you Carl Ping pong ding dong Ping pong ding dong Ping pong ding dong Ping FM104 Pink Who knew On 104 Long Drive game. With Graham and Nathan Gotta get back The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Becky Hill on 104 Drive With Frankine.ie It is Graham and Nathan Right, we are about to do something A little bit different this evening So we are a community on the show And for the first time, Graham We want to pit Kevin from News Yeah against Henry on the street team. Yeah, because, you know, we try to come on this show every day and tell stories about our life, but the, the floor out here on FM 104 is awash with people who want to tell their stories. Oh, they all have yeah. stories. I said, why aren't we using the people on the floor more on the show? So, Kevin, of course, you said in news, Henry, who leads the street team, he's like Julius Caesar back in the day. Oh, yeah, he's big he's... sculpted shoulders as well. They've both sent us WhatsApp voice notes kind of given us an idea of their story but we're only going to hear from one of them in around 10 minutes whichever gets the most votes you decide do you want to hear Kevin's story or Henry's story so, let us know so here is Kevin okay so okay. this is Kevin's story if you want to hear this you'll be voting for Kevin take it away alright so guys my story involves child labour uh, some unresolved trauma uh, that I'm still working through um, some unimaginable pain <laughs> and just a nightmarish feeling of terror uh, and the worst little of a wasp you've ever come across. Oh, I am intrigued by Kevin's story. That's Kevin to 0876797104. Just what's up the word Kevin? You know Kevin's a journalist, wouldn't you? With his use of the English language. Yeah, he's like Seamus Heaney or something. Now, Henry's one of our favourite people in FM 104. Oh, we are obsessed with Henry. I don't know how I live my life without him. Mm. I love him. This is his little tease for his story. Well, Graham and Nathan, I have a story about a time I was in California last summer. I was walking on the beach one morning and I came across one of those tarot readers just by the side of the beach. Oh. So, of course, I asked it to, you know, give me my fortune. And she gave me quite a few answers some stuff that I don't know how she knew but she knew so if you want to hear more about that story let me know oh, oh that's, wow. that's Henry that's Henry do you want to hear from Henry what's up Henry <laughs> to 087 so two very different stories it seems like trauma from a wasp with Kevin or a tarot reader from Henry. Oh. Get voting. It's Niall Horan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Lizzo and About Damn Time. Oh, I'm excited for this. On 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Nathan, explain what's going on because ooh, well, this is big. It's a real first on the show. So, you know, we work with other people around the office. And mm. as you said, Graham, this is a very personal show yeah. where we share our stories from our lives. People out in the office, yeah. they have stories. Yeah. Two people in particular, Kevin from News and Henry, who's the head of the street team. Kevin was something about a childhood trauma with a wasp. Henry was walking on a beach in California and got his fortune told. We got you to vote which one you wanted to hear from, and the winner is... It's only blooming. Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> well, boys! Oh, Kevin! How you been? 
Oh, it's been a while, Kevin. I know, since I've been in here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are ready. Oh, are you? We are ready for this story. All right. Well, I have to conjure up a lot of, you know, dark feelings from deep within. I'm ready to paint a picture, Kevin. I want to be there in the field or wherever you were. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take you back to the year 1998. I was a wee boy. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, lads. Uh, I was a lazy child. (laughs) You know? Love nothing more than just laying on the couch, watching Malcolm in the Middle Stunning. or whatnot. You Great. know, right? BBC Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't crowbar, crowbar me off that couch, <laughs> or <But> crowbar <laughs> for that record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a crowbar. But so one day my dad comes in and he goes, "You're going to do some work for me today, right? You're going to get off that couch. You're going to do some work, boy." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> but the repeat of The Simpsons is on. Oh, okay, okay, I'll do it. So uh, it was like gardening work. No. It was the summer of 98, of it course. It was the summer of 98. Great summer. I'm picturing the deep south. Is anyone else yeah, picturing there. the... Hey, yeah, you it better was. work, boy. That's Take right. my smelly glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he said, okay, I need you to move these this pile of bricks from here <laughs> over there. You know, some really like lame dad work, yeah. you know, that didn't really need to get done. But I was like, okay, if I, I'll just get through this and I'll go back to the couch. He goes, put on those gloves there, right? And there they were, you know, all mouldy looking. Put one glove on, onto the finger. Next thing, a shooting pain. Shooting down my entire body. Was there a nail from your dad from former hammering or something in there? I tore off the glove. Gunshot. Gunshot. It felt like a gunshot, Nathan. Felt like a gunshot. (laughs) Tore off the glove. Next thing, there was this giant wasp. Oh, no. And his arse was sticking right into my index finger, pulsating through my entire hand and with the pain shooting through the rest of my body. Oh, no. And I collapsed. I collapsed to the floor. Collapsed? The wasp wouldn't let go. Did the wasp have a big booty? The wasp had a massive booty. It was incredible. Yeah. And uh, so I collapsed to the floor. I said, Dad, how could you do this to me? See what happens when you make me do work. I'm never working again. So it put me off uh, hard labor for the rest of my life. And um, I'm terribly afraid of wasps. I still have the scar, oh, would you believe let's it? Let's have a look. Um, uh, have well, a look at his finger, Graham. I want to see this Come finger. on, this is like a real Made deal. by a big booty bee. You see that? Booty oh, actually, bee. yeah, there is a, There's a little lump. There is, is a little... It's, it's, it's vague. How long did the wasp sting last for how how long was it sore look um i'm i i'm gonna say days yeah because it felt like days you know and um i'm i'm just never i'm never putting on gloves again i'm never doing hard labor again you know you're dead right yeah Uh, kevin have you been stung by a wasp since uh no no thankfully no wasps no bees no i've avoided except i did get stung in the eye by a jellyfish. Holy mo that's for another day. <laughs> that's for another day. We'll be putting that story up against somebody else. I'm sure Hazel from News has a story as well she might want to pitch. I bet you it involves your father's hat. <laughs> and there's a big jellyfish. A jellyfish hat. What is it? A big jellyfish booty. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. No it's Taylor Swift anti-hero on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.